What's good, people? We're back with another episode of the Four Quarter Talk podcast. I'm Josh Masoki, joined as always by my co-host, Matas Baranowskis. And we're back with more finals coverage. Uh, two two games over the weekend that were very similar, but with different outcomes. Uh, we're going to go all into that throughout this episode, each game. But before we go into that, a uh, little bit of news outside of the finals was dropped kind of under the radar was uh, Quinn Snyder stepping, stepping down from that jazz situation, which we like we've covered quite a bit. And it's, it's a volatile situation going there with, you know, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. And it kind of seemed like they'd reached their ceiling because uh, normally they were a perennial playoff team that in the regular season looked like pretenders anyway. Everyone thought they were pretenders, but they had contender-type uh, win totals. So we were kind of seeing when when were they going to break through. And this season, they weren't even able to match that, you know, 60, you know, fifth, high 50s, low 60 win pace that they're used to. And obviously, they crashed out of the playoffs again. So um, this was something that wasn't too surprising. He was linked to a lot of different teams. Uh, before he even resigned, uh, you had the Lakers who were linked to pretty much every <laughs> every coach, uh, whether they're hired or whether they're already in a role or not. Um, but I mean, talk talk to me. What do you think of this of this uh, of this news? Well, as you said, like they probably reach uh, their ceiling because what? Yeah, they like last three years they've been very good uh, regular season team, but they couldn't do anything in the playoffs. And like uh, Green Snyder, like. His defense, like Jazz with like him and like their defense was very good, like all three seasons. Like Rudy Gobert won player defensive player of the year as well. And but just something about playoffs and Jazz that like everyone says, yeah, like they're not winning. Like then they blew three one lead against Clippers or yeah, so like losing against Clippers without Paul George, without Kawhi Leonard, like in the playoffs where you were, were clearly favorites. And the next and season, three one lead in the bubble as well, which kind of went under the radar against uh, the Nuggets. Yeah, and like I don't know, I think yeah, it's just they reach the ceilings, and like uh, Donovan Mitchell said, like oh, I, I I'm not sure about my future now. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, Mitchell is going to do. Like yeah, so. But yeah, and Snyder in his in his uh, I didn't see his full statement, but I saw the part where he talked about his justification for why, and he said that the locker room needs a new voice, which makes sense. Uh, but finding a pl- a player, finding a coach that uh, can replace his production is going to be pretty difficult. And I guess a new voice is something, but is it going to be a good new voice? I've I've heard that the front runner so far is Terry Stotts, which oh. is kind of you're just going in circles, you, like. What are you doing? That that that's a downgrade, obviously. So that's a downgrade, and it's what the, the Blazers will tell you themselves. <laughs> that's that's not that's not the solution. So uh, that yeah, that's that's interesting. There um, there was already rumors about uh, from both Gobert and from Donovan Mitchell about finding new destinations before that. So they're only going to ramp up more now. Uh, but yeah, it does seem. Like uh, Terrence Mann and Luca Doncic kind of ended that franchise. As yeah. know. Do you think uh, Jazz might blow it up now because Quinn Snyder left uh, and both star players don't know what to do? I think they should, from a basketball standpoint, 
They definitely should. From a small market who will struggle to get a star, that that makes things a bit more complicated for sure. Uh, because for a team like that, you know, uh, Utah, uh, Portland, whatever, there's value in just being that perennial playoff team. And that's not what Donovan Mitchell wants to hear. And that's not what Rudy Gobert wants to hear. Uh, but I don't know if this, I don't know if the franchise can really survive getting rid of both players. I think they at least need to keep one and really kind of have to keep Donovan Mitchell. Even if it's arguable, it, it, who knows? I mean, who's the better player? It's pretty arguable. But in terms of selling tickets and in terms of star power, uh, you probably do need to find a way to make sure that you retain Donovan Mitchell. Uh, but they is is not it's not an easy it's not an easy dilemma for that front office at all because Gobert's got a pretty sizable contract there which would be pretty difficult to move. Um, you hear about teams like Dallas who could use their services, but it's about finding a deal that makes sense uh, financially. Uh, that would be kind of difficult. But they've they've got a lot to do. Uh, they're probably in one of the most difficult situations going into this off season. Uh, with tough decisions to make, uh, the coach they hire will make or break their future, pretty much for for the time being. So that that's definitely something to monitor uh, down the line. But enough of that. Enough of enough of pretenders. Let's get into the actual contenders here. Let's get into our finals talk. Uh, game one. Yeah, let's start with game one. Let's start. Yeah, with- <laughs> like, yeah. Let's start with all that. I'm let's in. start with game one. Yeah, there's only been one game, right? Yeah, it's only one game, exactly. It's only one it's game. Only like only one game. Man. Celtics uh, did what they needed to do. They won on the road in the first game of the series. So Al Horford was brilliant. What he made six Final threes and, until uh, yesterday. Until yesterday, yeah. Yeah, like he made six threes and it was the most by uh, finals debut, which you wouldn't think that. Al Horford will be the one that breaks the record. Like, yeah, like he can shoot, but like six threes, and he is the most in the finals game. Like as a debut, like that's insane. And then Jason Tatum, like he struggled in game one. He was struggling to shoot, but I think he had still best plus minus in the team, and he had thirteen assists. Thirteen so, assists, great defense still. Yeah. So yeah, and it shows that even though he can't shoot. Like how his game changed over a few years because like he can't shoot so, but he still helped his team like to win because like his as you said his defense like he's facilitating especially he was nearly like nearly every possession like double team thrown at him so like all he needs to do is like to find open uh, player and then we could hit threes in game one we had a lot of threes and that helped a lot so yeah game one but it was. Interesting to see from uh, Golden State because third quarter came in and like they were just hitting shots as we talked before. Celtics problem when they can't do anything like they stopped. But then coming in the fourth, Jalen Brown he assisted to score the first 20 shots of 23 points. So yeah, I know game one was something magical. Compared to game two, yeah. So what I've got is uh, smart. Smart's impact is, was crazy. Like 
at the start we were worrying, we were worrying about you know the a new a new a new team that's new to this type of situation new to the final stage but smart came out firing like he's been there before and i think that helped all the players kind of get more comfortable obviously tatum wasn't as comfortable as you hoped but as smart started to be more aggressive and be more physical and set the tone and i think everyone else followed and felt comfortable being in that in that position uh what else have i got so yeah you talked about that third quarter uh that's the signature third quarter of the Warriors throughout their whole dynasty so far. We saw last night. I mean, pretty much the difference between game one and game two is that you survived it game one. And yeah. you went into the you went into the fourth quarter only down what? Like twelve. Yeah. But still just just even being in the game after that type of explosion and just surviving Curry I mean, you didn't talk about it. Curry's first quarter. Yeah. Six threes but in the first quarter. Points. Six threes in the first quarter. Uh, Curry was, I mean, he looked like he was on one, like he was about to have one of them games. And then that, that was it for him, that game, because the um, the Celtics adjusted with their defense, which I think carried through right up until, I'd say, the first half of, the end of the first half of uh, game two, uh, the way that they were guarding him. Um, but... Oh yeah, so yeah, Tatum struggled shooting, but he still impacted the game with his defense and with his um, playmaking. Uh, but I still feel like, you know, the Warriors controlled the game for pretty much forty-two minutes. Well, we had the, like the thing is like the yeah, same but... thing like Draymond said like, but like we were up at the half. Yeah, but it was one of them games where it was I like... think it was it was I think it was. Uh, first quarter Warriors literally like 50-50 was Warriors Celtics if Warriors Celtics the, if you look at the quarter scoring for like the whole play for the whole series so far you've literally I mean if we don't count the fourth quarter yesterday which is like an the garbage time like it doesn't, like, it doesn't count Nees, the garbage Nees time Smith versus <laughs> Nees Smith versus Kaminga like masterclass or whatever yeah. but outside of that they've won um I think uh six out of seven quarters and obviously yeah there are lead changes within that and yeah thank, thank god we, as we as we hoped for this has been the best series so far in terms of like it being kind of wire to wire throughout the game yeah obviously it got out of hand at the end yesterday but for for the most part, it's been pretty back and forth, uh, so we can't complain in that in that department. But um, yeah, it's 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 interesting because every you know everyone was making like oh yeah, no one missed a shot in that in that fourth, and it kind of got out of hand. But I guess that ha- that's happened for both teams. Um, yeah. They were saying, oh yeah, but they're not gonna those role players are not gonna hit those shots again, uh, which I guess did kind of happen. But at the same time. It's only a matter of, it was only a matter of time until uh, Jason Tatum started to shoot well as well. And uh, just so I don't go, I don't want to go into game two yet. But what did I have in yeah. And just, De- Derek White, Derek White with Father five White. threes. Father White is, he's on one right now. He's on that, he's on his Fred Van Vliet right now. Yeah. Uh, right. And he, like his, like in both games, his defense are like on Curry, but alone like, He's just running around like chasing him one on one. Like he's been he's been been brilliant. His and Smart's one v one defense has been great. Exactly. I'll I'll explain later why I emphasize one v one. But 
yeah, their, their defense has been great. They've been harassing him um, in the half court. They've been so great defensively. Uh, but then, yeah, another thing uh, which kind of carried over to game two is Draymond Green is just like, he's kind of a non-factor out there. And they're kind of exposing him because of how versatile on defense the, the Celtics are. They're kind of exposing his offensive ability because mm-hmm. he kind of needs the ball to facilitate in the same way. Or if he's just out there, they just ignore him and they're just... They've just got an extra help. help. Yeah, there was literally a couple uh, when he's at three-point line and, like, no one's even, like, feet close to him. Yeah. So everyone just a good well, one. The thing is, as well, is when he has the ball, he's, he doesn't even look at the basket. Yeah. Like, it's just DHOs, like, just handoffs. That's literally it. That's all he'll do, uh, which is a problem because he passes up every opportunity. I mean, in in game one, it was it was bricks, it was bricks. I can't lie. <laughs> every, I think he was like oh for four from three or like yeah, he took like twelve and shots. He, yeah, and he missed free throws as well in game one. Yeah, so he he's definitely feeling he's feeling the pressure because he said in his podcast or whatever as well, like talking and uh, and you can see, I guess he's trying to overcompensate for that by being even more of a person, being dirty, dirty plays and. That's that's on my notes as well. Don't worry, we're gonna go over more of that in game two. But this guy fouled out of game one, uh, and then yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about game two because I know, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I yeah, know. Like, yeah, with game one, yeah, what what else? Clay Thompson as well. Clay, yeah, Clay's not looking good right now. Um, He's yeah. just trying to shoot out of this slump now. Because the problem is with Clay is that this is not new to him, even before injury. He would have moments of inconsistency offensively, but because of the injury took away his defensive ability to where it's not elite, it kind of doesn't it doesn't balance out. So when he's not on offensively, he's kind of just out there. Yeah. Like as people say, shooting bricks. Yeah, like he's not he's not it's not like he's clamping up uh like Jalen Brown to make up for it or anything. No, I mean he's solid, but obviously out of his control. Achilles injury and a and an oh and yeah, you can't blame injury. him for that. Two yeah. years, you know, a thousand over a thousand days out. That 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 is what it is. But yeah, he's yeah. just not able to make up for it on the defensive end as as we're accustomed to during those five you know the last eight years. But uh, let's go on to game two. Let's go on to game two. It started uh, fun. It started. It was fun at the start. I can Look, say the that. league, <laughs> the league said we're we're not the league were like we are not having a short series. In the yeah, Biden Tony Cup. Brothers, come on. You know they they wanted to get the extender and they wanted to get um. <laughs> yeah. Wanted, but but they realized that uh the Celtics are like twelve and zero with him, with <laughs> with him refereeing though, so it didn't work. It didn't work. But um, physical. Yeah. Very very physical. Um, I, I think at some points a bit. Too physical. When we look at some fouls from one player, we really going to talk about that because yeah, I mean he he was just like the one the one on uh when he just ran into Grant Williams. I was like, and it was called on Grant Williams. Called on Grant Williams. How? <laughs> called on Grant Williams. He just ran into him, and then he was like in his face and stuff like. I get it. I do get it. And then it. he tried to pull down Jalen Brown's pants as well. Yeah, that he he you got a weird thing with that man. Uh, that'll get me started on his, his history. <laughs> but uh yeah, he he's 
as I said, he's overcompensating. He's realising that he's not having that much of an offensive impact right now. So he's going above and beyond with trying to get in people's heads and doing whatever he can. And I guess it got his own teammates up a bit. So I guess it works, but he's he's definitely walking that line. He's definitely yeah, walking sure. that line because he fell out in game one, almost ejected in game two. And to be honest, half he, he didn't get ejected. Like that, was, that was a cool... I mean, even because they had Steve Javi uh, explain, <laughs> and he literally said it himself. Like, that's yeah. a... Not based on the rule book. That's based on the situation. And when Steve Javis says that, like you know, it's like yeah, over here. yeah. That's that's really interesting because we we will know that in an isolated incident. If if uh, Draymond Green doesn't already have a technical foul, that's getting called a technical foul. Yeah, like, that that's no makes no sense because usually like like Draymond's not a rookie. He's a, he's a vet, so he sh- he knows he has a technical foul. So yeah, penalize him for being stupid. Exactly. Like, like at the end of the day, he he made he he did that knowing he has a technical foul. And yeah. Who can play apart from like some annoying Warriors fans on Twitter? Like, no one would complain about him being ejected in that moment. He absolutely deserves to be. Oh yeah, for sure. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that's that. Yeah, that's definitely interesting. But yeah, the Celtics again had those moments where they just struggled to score. Yeah, and it, yeah. it gets ugly. It gets really ugly. And it's not that like struggle, struggling, str- struggling to score. It's just turnovers. They are just yeah. Play. I was going to say that was that was my other thing. So in game one, it, I mean, this has kind of been defined by turnovers because in game one, uh, they won. Uh, they had twelve turnovers. The Warriors had uh, fourteen. Game two, they had eighteen. The Warriors had twelve. And yeah. the Warriors gave up, no, the Celtics gave up 18 first half points of turnovers as well. And you're just not going to get away with that. And they've been great at guarding them in the half court and Curry one on one. But the problem is because of these turnovers, it gets them going because almost all Curry's scores were in transition because uh, the, the Celtics would be scrambling. So they've just given them free opportunities, given them opportunities to get hot and to get to kind of set up that third quarter. And uh, Idoka was saying it himself, like on those on those eighteen first half uh, points of turnovers, he was saying we just gifted them eighteen points, which is exactly what they did. Um, because without without those type of opportunities, I mean the Warriors were struggling on, in the half court as well until then. Yeah. So uh, yeah. that's yeah, that's not great. And then the adjustment that they made as well. Um, so in the first in after the first quarter of game one, uh, they kind of held. Steph and Czech probably up until the second or third quarter in game two um, with Derek White and Marcus Smart just guarding him up one-on-one and being physical and chasing him around. Uh, but Steve Kerr kind of adjusted by having a lot of uh, pick-and-roll heavy coverages uh, to kind of get him open, get him free. And yeah. the Celtics were doing drop coverage. So they were just kind of giving him open threes, which is kind of similar to the he gets in transition and if you're going to keep dropping on Steph Curry and Jordan Poole I mean and and Clay Thompson eventually it's just all yeah it is what it is right yeah when you when you play like that like you don't deserve to win yeah like this is not this is not Jimmy Butler like you can't drop you can't you can't give Curry open threes off screens yeah so yeah that's tough but one person I do want to give a shout out to um 
for the Time Lord because you can just tell that he's he's hurt. Like you can tell. He's oh not, yeah, for sure. He's but he's having such a big like impact with his reputation. Him and Horford. But yeah, he like he's just everywhere. He's everywhere, and obviously Draymond Green being a non-factor on offense gives him kind of the the opportunity to roam as he normally does, as 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 he thrives in throughout the regular season. So the impact that he's having was horrible. He's crazy. It's it's amazing. Imagine uh, if he was healthy. Yeah, and that's that's the thing is that you've kind of held them in check in transition. I mean, in uh in the half court, but yeah. if you're gonna keep giving them the ball. And they're, they're going to be able to run out his threes. And as I said, coming into the series, it's now going to be a Steph three instead of a Jimmy Butler dunk. And that's how you go from a one-point game to a 30-point game. Yeah. So, that yeah, that, that's tough. But uh, And I think some, in, in game two, some referee calls. Oh, yeah. Were just mind-blowing. Yeah, yeah, like I don't like I don't say yeah. Look, like, I, yeah, we, yeah. We had turnovers. Like I don't blame it on refs. You don't we talk had about refs. And I don't like I don't talk about. I try not to talk about refs. And I'm a neutral fan in this situation, but even I was like, yeah, these like the one call on Jalen Brown, where he didn't even touch uh, Gary Payton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Literally moved out of the way. Gary Payton was just like, he was just out of control. And like, yeah, that's like, which means that like, just yeah, some decision. I don't, I don't know. I I don't. Yeah, some calls and like on. There are so many clips like right now, especially after the game. There's always a lot of clips. You can see like Draymond Green just like uh, uh, hooking a smile like uh, oh, yeah. on his arm and like the game. I, I could see throughout the game that he was just. He was doing whatever he could get away with, and even when the refs saw it, they weren't making the call. So, and then like if it, uh, uh, the same thing happens on the other hand, yep, whistle foul. Yeah, it, it was, was. It was yeah. definitely as badly officiated as I, as in one direction as I I can remember. Like, you know, you know why? Because game one, no one talked about the refs, so they had to make for the game one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had to. Uh, yeah, they they always got to make themselves a story. Exactly. Yeah, like game one was like perfect referee. I think very good refereeing, and when game two it was like completely different story. The, the refs, yeah, they. I mean, if 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 we know the refs' names, you know, it's a problem. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day. Uh, and yeah, game two, Clay Thompson again. He's been he's he's been yeah he hasn't been great and. Steve Kerr kind of tried to leave him in the game in the fourth to see if he could get him going, get him some confidence, but it was just more of the same. Uh, it's it's tough because really, that's that's why there was that conversation about him or Jordan Poole in the starting lineup uh, because Poole has just he has been better than him all season, of course, and uh, you worry. Obviously, you hope that maybe if. If he gets a full off season and gets to start a training camp and come into it uh, in the second season, that maybe he'll kind of be back to where he was and get that ribbon back. But it's just maybe the injuries have got to him. Uh, yeah, and he he's not twenty anymore, so like he's thirty two right now. So I mean, it's a lot of it's a lot of jump, it's a lot of rush shots, and I get it. Like he's he's a top five shooter of all time, so yeah, he wants to just kind of. His instinct is just to 
rise up and just shoot and the, like in his brain he's never missed a shot in his life so but it's just like it's the same thing with Jason Tatum is that I mean it's kind of the opposite of Jason Tatum is that what was good about him in the first game was that when he realized he was struggling he wasn't like pressing and forcing it yeah he would play make and uh Whereas Clay is kind of his his mind says, I need to shoot more. He said after the first game, I need to take more shots. Uh and a lot of the shots are shots that when you're when you're in rhythm, those heat check type shots, like they, they start to go in. But he's starting the game with those. Like he's he's almost off balance in like every shot he takes. Yeah. Uh, which I don't want to tell <laughs> like one of the best shooters of all time how to shoot. But I'm just saying <laughs> You might wanna you might wanna get some easy ones and then work your way up to that when when you're in a bit of, when you're in a slump. But I'm, it won't last. And if it gets to a game six, I guess we'll probably see game six clay again or something. But well, uh, he had some very like open, completely open shots, and like he still misses. Like it's very weird. Like, it's very weird to see like clay yeah, miss open Steph. shots. It's the same with Steph though. Is that even though Steph Steph had that flurry in the in the first uh, quarter of the series, but they just don't feel as dangerous as they once were. Like there was just certain shots that they take where they it felt like they made a hundred percent of them. Like throughout the throughout that five year run, the first the yeah. first the first part of their dynasty. So it's yeah, it is really weird to see. Uh, normally it's just automatic, and um, if the Celtics want to win, they need to. Keep it in the half court and don't give don't give them an opportunity to get open shots and get that practice and get that rhythm going because that's that's how that's pretty much what's happened both games in those third quarters. Uh, Just and keep low on turnovers, like please, because every time I think like usually like if you have more turnovers, you're gonna lose and like we just that's literally been the case. And when we games and if we put have turnovers, we have loads too way too many usually and like you can't win like that yeah another thing is the rebounding which we thought with the size with the size uh disadvantage that the that would be one thing in their favor for the Celtics that they dominate the boards but it hasn't Kevin really Looney. Kevin Looney. Yeah, Kevin Looney has been big but yeah it hasn't and Andre Green, especially in that first game uh he was definitely making up on that side but yeah in the series so far the Boston have only got one more rebound than the Warriors, and the Warriors have five more offensive rebounds, which that's Looney, that's Draymond Green there. They're always scrapping. So, what uh, I noticed about rebounds, a lot of times, just like too many Celtics players jump for the ball and then basically ball slips and goes to Golden State player. Yeah. And that's yeah. happened and way too many out. times. They're boxing out rather they're, they're jumping for the ball rather than boxing out. Yeah. Any player I see that properly box like Marcus Smart, he's great at boxing out. He always uh holds his man and makes sure that there's no chance of him getting the rebound, even when he's outside when he's undersized. Yeah. So Marcus Smart is he's always good at securing rebounds, but for everyone else, yeah, that's been that's definitely been tough for them. Uh and then Steph's defense has been he's been on display. He's he's pretty good. I was he's, impressed. I was watching like last night and was like, well, it's not as easy as everyone uh, talks about. Yeah, that. Like, obviously, it's... you still want to target him on defense because of the alternatives, but it's not like he's a bad defender. In fact, he makes the effort. 
he makes good reads uh and he slides his feet and he, he does what he can with his frame like yeah he's, he's far from he's a good defender it's not it's not even that he's not a bad defender he's a good defender so yeah that's that's something there that but obviously you know how how it is once you're labeled a good defender or a bad defender it sticks with you for your whole career yeah exactly uh, is what and it is one thing i don't like like yeah we lost the game badly but and then everyone starts talking, or especially you know how Twitter work, works. Yeah, that's the thing. I haven't. I, I finished watching it this morning, so I haven't even been on Twitter. Thank you. I just <laughs> like Celtics, like Celtic, like Celtics fans. Surprisingly, they like, okay, yeah, it's one-one. Like we're going back to Boston. Like we did what we need to do. And then like Warriors fans or like neutral fans, just like, oh yeah, it's over. Like it's wraps. Right. Yeah. Like, the Warriors. Know. The Warriors are not in a situation they want to be in. Exactly. This is right. not what they. This is not what they wanted. They did not want to go to Boston tired. Yeah. And I, like we did what we needed to do. That's it. Like as simple. The only as. thing that would give me uh, concern is that what the Boston have lost already like four times on on at home. So they're they're. Yeah. Their home court advantage hasn't been as strong as as you hope. I mean, the, like our road. But to be fair, the Warriors, their home their home record was perfect until game one. So yeah, and fun fact: the this loss it was our first loss this year uh, against Western Conference team uh, on the road. Oh wow! Like no, not season, of course. Like yeah, Canada, yeah. Which oh, is yeah, great, yeah. crazy, since, crazy, uh, crazy as well. Since, so, yeah. Since, yeah, since Perk, since Perk uh, charged yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad that I didn't even see what uh, Perk tweeted uh, last night. I, I, I don't want to know. Knowing him, it was just mental stuff. <laughs> Probably like. And yeah, email season but, The season is over for them boys in green. Carry on. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like email Doga got technical foul yesterday, and after the game he said, "I just let them, I just let them uh, how I felt throughout the game and demonstrate uh, purpose I know exactly to get purpose." Did. I know exactly. Like, what he said. <laughs> because he like he didn't like referees. No, but I get it though. That no, that was a smart because at that point they needed something, and like he was hoping that that would charge them up a bit at least. But yeah, yeah. he didn't help. He didn't help. It was out. It was out at that point. It was out at that point. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that look. It's one one. You go home. You, you did what you you did what you had to do. You stole home court. Uh, you just cut. You have to finally take care of business at home. You have to hope that uh, Jason Tatum will shit. I mean, he yeah, he was great in game one. I mean, game two. Well, uh, he was good in game one as well. He wasn't that bad. He was good in terms of like just. Overall, but not shooting. But yeah. not your for your superstar for your super superstar player. You want him to do all of that and the shooting. Yeah, you need it because he has to max stuff. Uh, but yeah, yeah. What one thing I was saying when I was comparing him to Clay though is what is weird is that he's yeah he's the opposite. So he won't force it when he's when he's cold. But once he started to get it on a little bit, then he just started like forcing shot like not yeah. forcing. Shots, but settling. 
he settles way too much because he'll get the matchup he wants. He'll get Steph on him. He'll get Poole on him. And then he'll take a side step three instead of just attacking them and going to the basket. But he did he did uh, rectify that, though, uh, later in the game. So, to be I'm fair, sure he, like, Celtics yeah. been struggling going to the basket. Both teams yesterday were missing some easy... I think you got... I think the game could have been uglier than it was earlier on because this, the Warriors were missing, like, every layup in, the, in that yeah. first... In that first half, they were missing like every like open layups, open shots. Uh, that the call that uh, the call on Jalen Brown that was just literally a blown dunk. <laughs> just like that that call <laughs> just like blows my mind. Yeah, that that was yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, the, and the Brown, Brown Brown said after the game like that phantom goal like changed everything. <laughs> the Celt- the Celtics would have won that challenge for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, easily. Yeah, and then there I'm was. Sure, one I'm sure Joker would have called it if he if he saw what the if he if he knew what the third quarter was gonna be. I'm sure oh, he yeah, would have sure. made that. <laughs> but yeah, and, it's, and it's then a- uh, there was one uh, review on Jordan Poole where he was on the ground and Derek White uh, tried to jump over him, and he yeah, won. Yeah, yeah, that call was yeah, that call was insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder who's gonna referee in the next game. Come on, bring in the extender, man. Bring in, bring him. He's basically your, he's your. Sister. Yeah, you can't call extender like when he's. Uh, it's yeah, our but game. But he's also the Celtics. Uh, he's also yeah. You can't waste him. But he's also the Celtics' sixteenth man as well. So yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. man. Uh, I can't blame him for. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. It will be interesting. Still, series not over. One-one. Going back to Boston, like TD Garden should be popping. First finals in like 20, 10 years. So I think that yeah. Yeah, man. Nah, should be should be very should be very interesting, man. Should be very interesting. And I want to say like I expected more from a Warriors crowd. I don't know why. It's maybe yeah. it doesn't. Nah, it's not Oracle. Man. Look as loud. It doesn't look as loud as like it's yeah. It's not Oracle, bro. It's not. Not the same. It's, there's a difference between Oakland and San Francisco, man. There's, there's a bit too many people that are in there wearing suits and not even putting on the playoff the yeah. playoff gear. Pants. Yeah, it's, that's what happens, man. That's what happens when you when you gentrify your your franchise a little bit, there, man. You you forget you forget who's really supporting you. But uh, man, that that arena makes too much money. So at least it's not called crypto arena. So. Oh yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a next level seller. That yeah, that one's bad. But <laughs> so I'm sure when when we make the playoffs again, we'll we'll, we'll unanimously have the best uh, <laughs> playoff arena. But no, nah, that's the big question. When? <laughs> yeah, that's no, that's the thing I missed though. That's the thing I missed the most. Like the Chesapeake Arena was crazy in the playoffs, bro. Yeah, I remember, I remember. Jazz series. Uh, it was popping. Yeah, but uh, I mean the the TD Garden is about to be popping for sure. And let's see if let's see I if hope the... it's gonna be loud throughout the game and not quiet because of uh, big Warriors lead. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Let's let's hope. Yeah, let's 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 see if these Warriors role players translate to that core. Uh, we'll see if Paul continues his play. Uh. But yeah, it was a 
the second game to you was a pool party. Oh yeah, oh definitely pool party, and that'll, that'll probably oh, be that'll probably be our title. But yeah, yeah. man. But like, yeah, that 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 buzzer beater was like yeah, just back badges and go home. But yeah, I'm yeah yeah yeah. When you hit that, oof. yeah. Like you, but yeah, okay. Yeah, man, just just. I mean, when you hit that, it's just like, all right, get 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 your eyes on your knees. Get let let's let's not let uh, Williams play any longer. Like, yeah, <laughs> let's let's get ready for game three. At that yeah. point, we did we did what we were supposed to do. Let's get ready for game three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I mean, I don't feel I don't think either of us feel any different about our picks so far. I still think it will be a long series. Um, yeah. Maybe after they stole game one, may I'd, I'd say seven. Wait, did I say seven already? You said seven. Yeah, oh yeah, I said seven already. So yeah, pretty much same thing, really. Yeah, same thing. It's, it's a pick up series, and uh, it's been it's, it's not disappointed so far. I mean, for you, <laughs> but but still, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, now, it's, I'm not disappointed. Like as we said multiple times yeah, this in this episode, playoff, I have to look at it differently. In the playoffs, it's just about the game. It doesn't matter how you lost. It doesn't matter if you lose by one point. Yeah. Or you lose by 30, it doesn't matter. A loss is a loss. A loss is a loss. It, it all counts the same. We, we've yeah. seen too many series that this season <laughs> that um each team trades blowouts. So it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Should be a good series. And we'll we'll be back to cover game three after that game. Uh and yeah, let's keep it going, man. Let's keep it going. Bring it down. Yeah, man. We're out. Peace.